0: Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossing's Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur.
1: And I am Hollis Hartman, Director of Sales at Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk in South Windsor.
0: We're sitting down with uh, industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way to help our listeners live a better life. Today, we have in the studio with us Sandra Cook. She's the Manager of Care Coordination and Business Development of Home Helpers of Farmington Valley in Central Connecticut. Welcome. Welcome.
2: Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Appreciate it.
0: Glad you're here. The situation that I want to bring up here is let's make believe my mom fell. She's going to need help at home as a result of her of her fall. How's she going to pay for for this? Is it out of pocket? Is there insurance? What kind of tips can you give me? What's going to happen here?
2: It's actually one of our number one questions that we get asked is how do I really? pay for it? And just as you talked about, um, we usually try to help explain to people that they should try to plan a little ahead before a crisis happens because then you can understand. Everybody says, well, I have, if they are a senior or an aging American, that they have Medicare and it should cover it. Medicare does not cover private care at home. It only covers a a skilled need, and the misconception comes because they call that home health and we're home care, and people don't understand the difference or the correlation. So it's identifying what ends up happening. Scenario is she falls right at home, has to go um, into the hospital. Maybe she ends up going to rehab. She's headed home. Case manager says, well, she can't be alone. You know, she either broke a bone or it's just not safe. Now what? What? They may get discharged with a little, as we kind of refer to it, as visiting nurse, you know, like Harvard Healthcare, Farmington VA, whatever it may be. But if they need care and a loved one is working, that's where a home care company and private care steps into place.
0: So, Hollis, is there any variation to this in, for residents who live in communities like ours?
1: Residents who live in communities like ours, if they do have a hospitalization and home care is ordered, and if it is home health, that is a skilled need that can be covered in assisted living as well as at home by their Medicare. So home is wherever they happen to live. If it's assisted living, if it's an independent living, or if it's at their individual home it will cover so absolutely
2: so where we step in is obviously even in an assisted living because that is their home right right you know if they're requesting more care than what the aids at an assisted living or an independent living can provide because you know as we know they already have full schedules then some additional assistance may be required and that's kind of where we step in Or maybe it's overnight care that they need. That's where a home care agency can step into place. So, yes, Hollis is absolutely right. We can go into whatever home is, is where our services can be applied. We usually try to find out what their qualifying need is. If they're getting skilled services, PT, OT, we certainly can help keep up with that. When they are not in an assisted living situation and they're at home, it really does come down to more of the things as to, it's always safety, right? Number one is safety. Are they safe to be alone? How can they get their meals? And reducing hospitalization is really what's all key.
0: Uh, and how long will it be covered for then?
2: Skilled nursing will be determined based upon what Medicare decides. So it could be as short as two weeks. It could be three weeks. But again, we can be in there in conjunction with being what's being covered by Medicare versus the additional they um, help that they need. Because you have to remember, skilled is only going in for a quick visit, right? right. It's a nurse. They're just a check-in. Right. We are there for the daily, you know, hands-on when. Somebody else can't be
0: there. So it depends on the individual. It depends on the situation as to how long someone from your agency would go in and work that with That is them.
2: correct. We do a lot of recuperative care. Somebody could have fallen. Somebody needed um, knee surgery, shoulder surgery, maybe just for a short time, and they do need it. Um, the other thing a lot of people ask is, other than what Medicare will cover, if somebody has long-term insurance, then that can cover it, but there's usually a qualifying period. So that's long-term insurance is something that they've been paying for out-of-pocket, you know, privately. And once they issue a claim, then obviously they stop paying that premium. They reach the qualifying period, and that long-term insurance can start paying for private care.
0: Do you have any examples that you give to us that you've seen that were successful or not successful and offer some tips? Well,
2: I think the thing is, is when um, we talked about it's planning ahead, right? It's kind of like, you know, that crisis. If somebody's in an assisted living or independent living and they know they're going to have surgery, they're going to need a little bit more one-on-one care. That's something that they can plan ahead so that we're going in just for that, you know, short period of time. Crisises are always different, right? Mm. Because nobody knows what to expect. Nobody knows how to plan. So I would think that, you know, trying to ask the questions and, you know, um, talk about things ahead of time is really important. I just did a talk at the West Hartford Senior Center today. I want to stay in my own home. What do I need to know? You know. So
0: interesting. So what did you tell them? What are some things that you shared?
2: So some of the things that I shared there, really, it all has to do with planning purposes. And if the house... There's a couple of things. If the house can accommodate them, because it's always not a safe situation, and that's what right. the community says. So
0: I can see how things could be a little more dangerous, little, uh, quite a few more risks than living in a place where uh, Hollis and I work, right? Absolutely.
2: If the, you know, there was a woman there who lived in her house for 60 years. If there's no modifications that could be made, that would be certainly, you know, an issue. If they're in an over 55 community, and things are on one level, then that may be a different situation. Again, you just have to explore what's right for the individuals, especially when it comes to social settings and everything.
1: I think we found after working in this industry for so long that folks always want to stay home. Home is where the heart is and people want to stay home, but it's, it's just not always the safest or most economical choice for folks. So, the good thing is we've got other choices.
2: And other options, yeah. And I explore that in my talk. It's not just, I consider myself um an educator and a resource, you know, um sharing resources with, you know, the public. And so it's what is right for one individual is not right for everybody. I just walk them through the scenarios so that they can explore what is, you know, really best, um, you know, overall for
0: them. Thinking right now about families that don't have that situation yet, what are some things they should begin preparing?
2: Well, I think the biggest thing is it all starts with a conversation, right? <laughs>
0: but the conversation with who?
2: So again, we're assuming that there are parents and children. I have no children, so you know it might be whoever my power of attorneys are, my nieces and nephews, whoever may be part of it. It's the, sitting down and having that conversation. And, and
0: the problem that I've seen is I think they it's like the halo effect they think oh nothing's i'll be fine you know we got many years to talk about it i'm not going to be doing acrobats so don't you worry
2: that is that is true (laughs) but then that's sometimes where the tough love comes in where they explore it a little deeper i always uh, tell uh, my attendees who come to my talk it's okay to call uncle
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay to cry uncle yeah, cry <laughs> uncle or
2: call uncle. So how yes. can they
0: uh, How can they get in touch with you at Home Helpers?
2: Home Helpers of Farmington Valley in Central Connecticut. Easiest way to find us is to do a Google search, um, you know, for Home Helpers Home Care, Farmington Valley, or call us at 860-810-5212. 860-810-5212.
0: And what, the first step is to say, you know, I just want to get some information. I want to be prepared.
2: Yeah, so the first step is we actually created a great planning guide called the Home Care Options, Living Your Best Life. It's just planning if that's what you want. So we'll talk to them, send out some in general information. We would set up a home evaluation just to go out and meet with them, see if it is a safe environment for them to stay. Is you will, well- so
0: you'll go out there and take a look at it? Oh, absolutely. And assess the situation? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Everybody is a little bit different. We want to make sure there's not a hoarding situation, that there's not unsafe things to keep them in the home. Everybody says, oh, they just need a little help, and then we get there and find out the individual is a little frailer help than um, what you know somebody indicated So laying eyes on, um, um, just as you do, inviting people into your community. Yeah. We just do the opposite. We go to that.
0: So my co-host is Hollis Hartman with Harbor Chase. Hollis, how can they get in touch with you to explore your community?
1: They can call me at 860-543-1010. And in addition to a long stay at Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk, we also offer a short respite stay That could be as little as 30 days with assisted living or memory care.
0: Oh, excellent. Uh, Sandy, if you'll stay with us over the break, I've got some questions I want to ask you. I want to throw dementia into the mix here and kind of change the topic a little bit. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then.
2: When I'm 16.